1: It may be the most racist thing I've seen from Democrats since they defended and advocated for slavery as an entire party. What am I referencing now? I'm referencing Joe Biden needing a lifeline with black Americans. And when he needed that lifeline during the election, he promised people in a last-ditch effort to get African Americans out to vote for him that if you vote for me, I'll give you a black and a woman on the Supreme Court in the same person, I'll find you a black woman. Now that means that I am going to discriminate against all other qualified candidates. Maybe there's an amazing Hispanic judge who happens to be a woman. Doesn't matter. You don't have a shot. Maybe you're a Asian woman. Doesn't matter. You don't have a shot. I am. Uh, what Joe Biden did at the end of his campaign was do exactly what a racist white man, old white man, would do. Promise the black people a token black woman on the Supreme Court. Now, if you think that Joe Biden was doing this for any other reason than to buy black votes, let me remind you of the real history of Joe Biden. Joe Biden and the mainstream media is not going to tell you this story. So I hope every one of you will grab the information I'm going to give you tonight. I hope you'll grab our podcast And I hope you'll share it with your family and your friends so that they can hear the real history of Joe Biden with black women judges in America. This is something you are not going to hear from the mainstream media. Joe Biden hated a black woman judge so much that he filibustered a black woman judge's nomination for more than two years. That's right. Where's the media on this story, and why didn't they bring it up when he was running for president? President Joe Biden has now pledged to nominate the first black woman to the Supreme Court, and man, do they need her to get through quickly. But seems to have forgotten about the time he filibustered a black woman judge's nomination to America's second highest court for two years. It wasn't that long ago, by the way. In 2003 through 2005, When Joe Joe Biden was still a Democratic senator from Delaware, President George W. Bush nominated Janice Rogers Brown to the U.S. Circuit Court of Appeals for the D.C. District Circuit Court. But due to her conservative views, Joe Biden and the Democrats filibustered her nomination, which he helped lead, blocking a final vote on her confirmation. Bush nominated Brown for the District of Columbia circuit in 2003 after she served as a justice on the California Supreme Court since 1996. She did, not get, she did not get confirmed until June the 8th of 2005. Newsweek even provided more background on her conservative legal views, which they used at the time to trash her. But the reality was it's the black woman and Joe Biden said, we ain't letting that woman get on the court. You want to know how Authentic of a black woman she was, to use a Democrat phrase about authenticity of black people. Brown was born in Alabama to sharecroppers and grew up in the segregated South. During her college years, Brown was a single mother with views so left-wing that she later said that they were basically almost extreme. Her views grew Decreasingly more conservative excuse me decisively more conservative over the years and she has defended using electric stun guns on criminals who act inappropriately in courtrooms. I already like her right now. Brown also wrote opinions that oppose affirmative action and supported a state law that required young girls younger than 18 to notify their parents before getting an abortion again. This is a great female judge who happens to be African-American, which shouldn't matter, but apparently it still does in 2022 when you're trying to buy black votes like Joe Biden's doing right now. It's okay to oppose another black judge who's trying to get on a court and make history when you're a Democratic senator and you don't need the black vote, but now you do. Janice Rogers Brown was reportedly considered as the possible replacement for for Justice Sandra Day O'Connor. But that ultimately went to Samuel Alito. Beyond Joe Biden, her nomination to the circuit court was also opposed by then-Senator, you ready for this? Barack Obama, who said her political views bar her from being an independent jurist. Really? It's out of my oar. For real? Come on now. Quote, unfortunately, as has been stated repeatedly on this floor, in almost every legal decision that she has made and every political speech she has given, Justice Brown has shown she is not simply a judge with very strong political views. She is a political activist who happens to be a judge. Obama said back in 2005 to disparage the black woman who disagreed with him politically. Brown retired from her position on the circuit court in 2017. Why do I point out the hypocrisy of President Biden pledging to nominate a black woman to the Supreme Court after working so hard to oppose one for two years? Because it is exactly that. It is racist, uh, I mean, bigotry at the highest level. How many times did Joe Biden have a chance to make history by putting this African-American woman on this court? He voted three different times. And guess how he voted? He voted three times against confirming her to be a U.S. Circuit judge. This wasn't even to the Supreme Court, by the way. So race and gender, they only count if you're thought to be a committed judicial activist. A judicial leftist is what it really boils down to. So to recap, for nearly two years, Senate Democrats, including Joe Biden, filibustered the nomination of then-California Supreme Court Justice Janice Rogers Brown to the D.C. Circuit, and she was a black woman. She w- she's likely would have been the first black female justice, and Democrats only pretend to care about diversity when it fits their agenda. It's fun to see, by the way, where... People also like a guy by the name of Joe Biden, froth of the mouth, at the mention of Clarence Thomas. Don't forget that he's also the man that he, he also tried to keep Clarence Thomas, a black man, off the Supreme Court. But now he's like, here's a black woman, I promise you, vote for me and I'll give you a black woman. Many believe that Janice Rogers Brown would have been the first black woman on the Supreme Court. What stopped her? Joe Biden. Multiple times. Now, people are also acting like this is an Afri- the first time we've ever had an African-American on the Supreme Court. No, there's an African-American on the Supreme Court right now. And by the way, if Joe Biden had a, if he had had his way, he wouldn't be there at all. We would have had Janice Rogers Brown, Priscilla Owens, Miguel Estrada. Look him up. Biden worked his heart out to block all of them. He has a horrific record on minorities getting on the Supreme Court. Here we are. This is what's going to happen. This is it. It's amazing. It's disgusting. But it's also not surprising that the media is completely looking the other way. Now, there's one thing the media is having to be honest about. And this was on Meet the Press on NBC News with Chuck Todd. He said, quote, Justice Breyer's retirement is a lifeline for Biden. Whose popularity among black voters is eroding. At least he's being honest about what this is about. When he says it's a lifeline, what he means is Joe Biden's going fishing. He's going fishing for black voters because he needs them, and the way he's going to do it is the same exact way he did it during the campaign. At the end of the campaign, he did not have strong support on paper from African Americans. And so in that debate, he said, if you elect me, I'll give you a black woman on the Supreme Court. It's called buying votes. And that is exactly what he wanted to do. He wanted to buy black votes by saying, here's the carrot. Now you'll vote for me. Now, I will say this, at least the media seems to be somewhat admitting just how bad it is right now for Joe Biden. Meet the press. Chuck Todd had this to say about how bad it is for Biden now, maybe now, he can start to get some more black people to like him again by giving them a token black person on the Supreme Court.
2: Just last week, we said President Biden was in desperate need of a reset. His poll numbers are falling, in particular among African Americans. And there's real fear that Democrats' midterm hopes will be sunk by a lack of enthusiasm among the very voters who put Mr. Biden in office. And then just like that, Mr. Biden was thrown a lifeline with the news that Supreme Court Justice Stephen Breyer would indeed retire at the end of this term. President Biden vowed to keep his promise during the campaign that he would appoint an African American woman to the first court opening he had. That could help with declining black support. Supreme Court hearings could also blunt that enthusiasm problem, serving as a reminder to Democrats that elections have consequences and they matter. And getting a Supreme Court nominee confirmed would give Mr. Biden a political win after the disappointments in the last few months over voting rights and built back better. Of course, replacing Breyer with another liberal won't change the court's current conservative tilt. But Mr. Biden finally has an open field with a real chance to put some points on the board and at least temporarily change the narrative of his presidency.
1: Oh, there it is. So, (laughs) we finally got a shot. All right, black people in America, listen up. Listen up, all you black people that I have opposed being on courts before. Opposed them for two years or more at some points. Yes. Now, I'm going to take care of you. Now, if you vote for me, I will give you that token. I will give it to you. You are welcome. This is exactly what they have decided to do. Is this racist? Yes. Is Joe Biden a racist based on his own standards? Absolutely. And how is it that the media can say that Joe Biden is doing something historic when virtually every other African-American woman that happened to be uh, nominated by a Republican he would oppose for years? Including a woman that many believe would be would have been the first woman to ever sit on the Supreme Court as an African-American. It's because Joe Biden's racist. And he's still treating African-Americans right now like modern day slaves. All right, they don't like me right now? Fine, give them something. That's what I feel like the conversation has to be behind the scenes. All right, so I'm losing enthusiasm among black people. Fine, what do I do? All right, well... Here's an idea. Go out there during the last debate and tell him we'll give you a token black person on the Supreme Court. That'll get him to shut up and vote for you, Joe. That's exactly what he did. You heard Chuck Todd there on NBC News. And I, I mean, they're not even shying away from it. Joe Biden needs something to give to black people because it's not the economy he's given them. Remember, Donald Trump was the biggest threat to the Democratic Party in history because you had the lowest unemployment rate among African-Americans, Asian-Americans, Hispanic-Americans, single moms. And they terrified, terrified Democrats. Why did they terrify them? Because they wanted to continue to own African-American voters, minority voters, Hispanic voters like modern-day slaves. You give them something every once in a while when they're really desperate or down And then they'll continue to vote for you to keep that thing coming. You don't believe me? Let me remind you of the woman who was obsessed with Barack Obama. Because Obama gave her a, quote, Obama phone. Now, you may not remember that woman. But it mattered in that election against Mitt Romney. The Obama administration decided that they need to start giving people cell phones with cell phone plans with cell phone minutes that every month would automatically magically reappear for free on their cell phone they gave it out to millions of Americans costing taxpayers insane amounts of money it didn't matter because it was bribing people and a woman stood on the side of the street holding up a sign for Barack Obama and people were asking her or a reporter asked like hey why are you why do you support you know Obama why do you hate Mitt Romney Because Obama gave me an Obama phone. And if I vote for him, he's going to give me more. More minutes, I guess, on her phone. She said, Romney sucks bad. It was a moment that many people just couldn't believe even happened. I understood it. And I warned people, don't laugh. Don't think this is a funny moment. Understand that this is how easy it is for Democrats to get minorities to vote for them. And to get poor people to vote for them because they want them to stay poor. They want them to stay dependent on them so that they know they have a solid base of voters to vote for them. You better vote for me because that other guy over there, Mitt Romney, he'll turn your cell phone off and then you'll have to be an adult and pay for it yourself. That's what this boils down to. That's what this is. This isn't hard to understand. This isn't hard to figure out. This is literally the whole entire thing. There's there's really no other way to look at this. But you go back and you look at the facts of Joe Biden. Joe Biden has no problem being a racist towards any black woman who is trying to get on the bench and make history if they were nominated by a Republican. If he really cared about African-American women, if he really cared about not just African-American women, but about making history, he would have allowed history to be made years ago back in 2003, 4, 5. He would have said, you know what, I'm going to put politics aside because I think it's important to put politics aside. I want to put politics aside because this is a historic moment. And this is nothing about what the conversation we're having right now should be looked at as Republican or Democrat. This is history in the making. But this man doesn't actually care about African Americans. Because if he did, he wouldn't treat them this way. He wouldn't look at them this way. He wouldn't talk about them this way. Somebody that was running his campaign, I don't know if it was Simone Sanders, but somebody gave him the idea. Somebody said, look, you've got a major problem with black people in America. you got to throw them out there a carrot. you got to dangle something in front of them to get them to want to vote for you. We're worried they're not going to show up and vote for you. Remember, you were the vice president for eight years of Barack Obama. It shouldn't have been that hard, but they knew he was a racist. They knew he was a white guy that liked talking down to people. They knew his record on African Americans. That's the problem. They knew the record on African Americans. And so that is exactly why he walked out there and said, All right, vote for me, black people. I'll give you a token black woman on the Supreme Court. That is racist. I would argue that's as racist as it gets. How is the media not talking about this? How are they not describing this? How are they not going more in depth on this? I don't know. I really don't. But it is flat out racist. And I think most people know that. So when you listen to Chuck Todd saying it the way that he said it this morning, you know, there was a terrible week last week, but now he's got a chance.
2: Morning. Just last week, we said President Biden was in desperate need of a reset. His poll numbers are falling, in particular among African-Americans. And there's real fear that Democrats' midterm hopes will be sunk by a lack of enthusiasm among the very voters who put Mr. Biden in office. And then just like that, Mr. Biden was thrown a lifeline with the news that Supreme Court Justice Stephen Breyer would indeed retire at the end of this term. President Biden vowed to keep his promise during the campaign that he would appoint an African-American woman
1: to the first court opening he had. So there it is. You got a chance to put real points on the board and change the narrative by throwing A black woman on the Supreme Court and making black people in America happy. This is a racist idea. It is a racist mentality. And the media is talking about it like it's normal, which is the sickest part of all. You go back and you look at Joe Biden during the Clarence Thomas confirmations. And if you play that audio, which I played earlier uh, this last week uh, in our podcast. So make sure you go back in our podcast and listen to that. Okay, He talked down to Clarence Thomas, and, and if you look at it in today's. Um, perspective of 2021 there's no doubt he talked down to him like he was a boy as one Democratic strategist described it to me he talked down to him like he was a black person beneath him but he had another problem and that other problem was there were people that said at the time that yeah he wanted to rough up Clarence Thomas but he also didn't believe Anita Hill so he had a problem with women especially African-American women, from that perspective. I'm going to play for you a clip from back in 2019, all right? This is back in 2019. Orrin Hatch said Joe Biden didn't believe Anita Hill's allegations during the Clarence Thomas hearing. This was in reference to a documentary that was debuting on Fox Nation back in 2019 in September uh, entitled High Tech Lynching. Take a listen.
2: Democratic presidential frontrunner and the man who ran the Anita Hill-Clarence Thomas hearing in 1991 reportedly did not believe Hill's sexual misconduct allegations against then the then Supreme Court nominee. That man, of course, is Joe Biden. And that is one of several revelations in a new report called High Tech Lynching, exclusively on Fox Nation later this week. Here's a preview
1: biden told me personally that he didn't believe her he said i don't know why she did this i don't mean to malign joe but joe told me he didn't believe her and uh, there were some others who told me that too
2: they were in love that's my view at one point not in a carnal way or a salacious way but i think that they were very much uh,
0: a thing i don't know if he did all those things uh, you know she said he did he said he didn't uh, so it was disputed but it was not disputed that she used him for her purpose. That, to me, tilted uh, in in the favor of Justice Thomas.
3: I just said, Ted,
2: what do you think happened? He said, I think those two people were pretty heavy with each other. I think they had a very close relationship and went to hell. But he said, I think part of it might have been that uh, he then married a white girl.
3: And Clarence was a wreck during this whole time. I mean, just a wreck physically emotionally wreck and he said to me Jack you know what this is it's a lynching and I said to him Clarence if that's the way you feel go up there and say it
1: let's just be clear here Clarence Thomas did not go in that night to get confirmed he went back to that hearing to clear his name whether he got confirmed or not I think Clarence Thomas didn't care He was
3: furious. and He believes that he was the first Supreme Court justice ever elected by the people. Because in spite of those allegations, black Americans were still with him. But here's the thing. He said, buddy, the liberal media and these special interest groups will stop at nothing to change the minds of black people about me. I give you 15 to 20 years, and I guarantee you the opinion of me will be unfavorable among that community.
2: I've
1: talked to her
2: on the phone and she said, no, uh, I have it all figured out. Don't you?
1: I remind you of that history. And then I fast forward and I want to play for you, Anita Hill. When she was asked about Joe Biden on October the 24th, 2019, in a conversation, this is what she had to say. Take a listen.
3: Uh, Finally, have you decided who to endorse and have you forgiven Joe Biden for what happened in 1991? I have not decided who to, I've never endorsed a presidential candidate for one, so this is not new. Uh, And have I forgiven Joe Biden? I'm ready to move on, but I am also ready to hold Joe Biden accountable. Accountability means acknowledging your role in the problem, and the harm that's caused, acknowledging that you have culpability and a part of it, giving me clear information that you have made a change and that you're going to do something to make us all better off around gender discrimination. I expect that not only from Joe Biden, but I expect that from every candidate regardless of their gender. On that note, by by the way,
1: I, I, I listen to Anita Hill now, and it's amazing. This woman made a living off of accusing and being a disgruntled ex of Clarence Thomas, accusing him of horrific things. And it was a modern day lynching. You know, Joe Biden was asked about Anita Hill criticizing him over the Clarence Thomas hearings. And this was back in 2016. On Meet the Press, Joe Biden was asked about Anita Hill when she'd come out and started to be a little bit more vocal.
2: As a right to touch a woman. The last time this really impacted our politics was Clarence Thomas and Anita. Yeah. Anita Hill uh, did an interview earlier this year. She expressed a little disappointment in you.
1: Yeah, she did.
2: And what was your reaction to
1: that? My reaction was I thought it was unfair. I voted against Clarence Thomas. I believed her. The question was whether or not that uh, um, she should be able to, initially, should she be able to just make her complaint without identifying
2: herself? And You can't run a star chamber. You got to do that. It was very, very, very tough. Any, anything you'd do differently? No. No. As you know, Donald Trump, is
1: I, I, this is back in, again, 2016. So you 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 hit pause for a moment and you connect these two dots. Maybe it's this is Joe Biden's way of saying, all right, well, I tried to screw Clarence Thomas, but I also screwed Anita Hill. So black people on the right, black people on the left are going to remember all this crap with a Supreme Court nominee. And I don't want to have to go through that again since I was in charge of Clarence Thomas's nomination, those hearings. And so maybe I'll just say the hell with this and I'll give you exactly what you want. So people will shut up, leave me alone, which is I will do a... 100% racist nomination process where only a black woman will get on the Supreme Court so then Anita Hill won't be out there complaining about my nominee. Because if you remind, I'll rewind back to 11-26, 2017. Meet the press. Anita Hill talking to Chuck Todd. Listen to this. Society. I want
2: you uh, to extrapolate on something you said recently. You know, last year, Um, during, I think it was a a 25th anniversary look backs. And you had been critical of Joe Biden, um, who was a a Senate Judiciary Committee at the time. Uh, He apologized, but for what you had to go through. And you seemed, and you made the point that you said, boy, it came across as an, I'm sorry if you were offended. And you went on to say, you didn't believe he has still taken ownership yet of what he did wrong. What is that? What did he not get? and what does he still not get in your opinion
3: well first of all let me say that m- many people viewing those hearings thought they were disastrous uh, It wasn't just me uh... many women across the country and many men and i've heard from them so what we have to understand is that it's not just about whether i accept an apology from joe biden what we need to look at is what can we learn from that hearing What can we learn about the need to have a clear and transparent process? What can we need to learn about the need to have a thorough investigation? Uh, the idea that we should be calling witnesses to allow them to testify in person, witnesses who have experienced the same kind of misconduct from the individual who is being accused. Uh, and then we really need to have some clear standards about what happens when we find that there is credible evidence that an individual has acted in this way and, and uh, in, engaged in egregious behavior. What are we doing? Right with that individual, what are the consequences?
2: Well, and I think that's something we're all coming to grips with and trying to figure out in all uh, of our sectors of life, but especially in the world of politics.
1: So just go back in history and I I play all those clips for you. We we had to go back and do a lot of digging to connect those dots. But if you want to know why maybe Joe Biden is doing this, One, it's to buy black votes and black support going in the midterms because Democrats are terrified in the midterms that they're going to get beat very badly. Okay, that's obvious. That's number one. But number two, it may be that he's just trying to avoid a civil war with the Anita Hills that will come out if he would have nominated somebody who maybe was more qualified than the list that he has just put out there. So put out a list of African-American women Women, say sorry to the feminist movement, sorry to the Anita Hill movement, and just leave me the hell alone. Could it be? There's a very good chance. All right. Lastly, please make sure you hit that subscribe button or auto-download button wherever you are listening to this podcast right now, and take a moment to write us a five-star review. Uh, Many on the left have been attacking our podcast, writing us bad reviews on purpose So if you would help us fight back by writing us a good review, a five-star review, and share this podcast with your family and friends on social media to help us grow. See you back here tomorrow. Two-thirds of Americans are at risk to experience a blackout. Are you ready to protect your family? Well, you could be with the Patriot Power Solar Generator 2000X. You'll even get a solar panel included free. So right now, go to 4 slash Ben. That's the number 4, patriots.com slash Ben.